were multiple points where I saw people's souls extracted from their bodies. Today looking for Garza backside and in for the first goal in Atlanta United history from Yamil Assad. Take a look at history. I, I, I cannot feel my face. I am flying <laughs> 50,000 feet above everything right now. I have left my body. Uh, that was that was the most beautiful thing I have ever seen in my entire life. My entire life. For nothing, the final today from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. For to nothing. And it could have been worse. It should have it been worse. Been, it should have been worse. It should have been worse. God, they did not even deserve to be on the same field as us um, for, for a multitude of reasons, but mostly because they looked like they didn't give a crap. Yeah. Yeah, the players talked about that after the game. They were like, yeah, you know, it, it's tough. It's a tough situation those players are in. But, yeah, they really looked like it. Like, you know, it, it was not pretty. They, they looked like a team uh, who didn't really care. Yeah. On Orlando's end. On our end, we took it to we enjoyed the hell out of it, too. Mm-hmm. Walking into the locker room after the game, the players oh were fired God. up, high-fiving like, each other. It was like a, it was it was like like a, a nightclub, except yeah. instead, of, instead of, like, vape smoke, it was just Axe body spray. You're just, like, walking into it. The sweet, it refreshing amazing. smell of Axe body spray. Oh, that's the best kind, especially after a win. LG, LGP stuff. was just singing "We Are the A" in a falsetto voice, just uh-huh. like like literally standing on his locker, just like yell, <laughs> just singing it out the entire locker. Darren Hills almost never shows up to the locker. Darren Hills walking around the locker room, yeah. patting people on the back, walks up to Brad Gazan and goes, "Easiest clean sheet you'll ever have, right?" <laughs> and stuff like that. It was amazing. Um, so the, much banter. Uh, the, the front office's embracing of this rivalry, and it is a rivalry. Go to go to heck if you're saying anything <laughs> else at this point. Because this is so much damn fun to hate these guys like this and to go out on the field and do that to them on a Saturday night in God City, Atlanta, Georgia. This is amazing. This yeah. was uh, incredible. I loved all of it. I loved the the Mickey Mouse Club theme song playing as they introduced <laughs> the lineup for Orlando City. And then after we won 4 nothing, they play I Just Can't Wait to Be King from Lion King to dunk on them even further. MLS is a league of banter. Atlanta has taken it to a brand new level against Orlando City, who is trash and garbage and has never beaten us and never will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think, mm-hmm. I, think that, I think that says it about right. Excellent. Let's go ahead and get into Let's the get recap into of this one. It started early. It started early, folks, here in Atlanta, Georgia. Joseph Martinez, third minute. Julian Gressel uh, lazily rolls in a ball, and Orlando City just said, you know, it was like I, a, I don't really it was, feel like it. Was it was like a glitch in a video game where, yeah. where the ball just kind of like went through his legs. I don't know how, uh, I think it was Amro Tarek. Uh, don't know how he didn't get a touch to it or didn't, did, couldn't clear it. Um, it just kind of speaks, that, like that's just how it was for them all night. They're just, yeah. They just keep letting these things go by, like, like eh, whatever. They were just like trying to lazily flick things instead of, you know, instead of playing the ball. Because not only are they lazy, they're talentless. They're talentless <laughs> hacks, all of them, each and every one of them. It was it was a weird goal. It was one of those goals that like if your AI did it for you on FIFA, like you were trying to switch over, <laughs> you'd be really really upset because yeah. the AI was so 
crappy trying to get to the ball. He goes right through Joseph Martinez. Joseph even kind of scuffs the shot, but Joe Bendick is in goal, so you just kind of kick the ball toward him, and it goes in. He's maybe even worse in saves per game now after tonight. Probably, definitely. Uh, he was already, like, 20th in the league we coming got, into this one. Uh, we we got a lot worse. of jo- uh, dumb Joe Bendick face tonight. Mm. That was That's always fun. It's one of my favorite pastimes, actually. It's Joe Bendick face. Staring at his face after he, after he concedes the goal. Mm. Yeah. Gosh, so good. So good. A little iffy there through the rest of the half. Atlanta very much in control. Uh, it was in possession a lot of the time, but one of the things we did talk about on the preview show was finding that sweet spot in possession. We maybe were a little too happy to just kind of control the ball and not really risk anything and go for it in that half, and we couldn't really find uh, that end result. We only ended up with one shot on target yeah, I think in that they, first half. I was going to say, yeah, Orlando yeah. had more more shots on target yeah. than we did. Off of cluster kind of things. Yeah, they it wasn't were just, even like actual shots on target. They had some chances, happened. I guess like chances being like, you know, a, a, an attack, but like, yeah, it, it all just seemed like it was kind of, um, they were just kind of improvising everything, and it wasn't really something that was sustainable for them. That's, that was my feeling. Oh yeah, definitely not. Definitely not at all. Second half begins, 10 minutes after the whistle blows. Miguel Almiron scores his first of the night in the 55th minute. Jeff Patrick, gorgeous stuff. Should we fusion? We're not going to fusion <laughs> right here. We're going to leave that to, to Joseph and Miguel. But oh the fusion God, celebration comes out in a big, big way in fusion, this one. F- fusion celebration was a big talking point in the in, in, the, the, in the press conference. Yeah. I'm just looking off. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's a Dragon Ball Z thing. Uh, Doug, Robert, like Doug Roberson was, was the one who was most <laughs> interested in this because he had no idea what it was. For people like Pace and Schwinn who don't know what Dragon Ball Z is, um, look it up. Uh, I grew up with it. I watched it. I know exactly what they're talking about. It's amazing. I'm I just, so happy. I just liked how Miguel was like, it's a show that I enjoy. <laughs> just <laughs> I like, it's like it's The Wire needed, or right? uh, Westworld. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um well, good news is, after we got that fusion celebration out of the way, it only took, uh, you know, two minutes before Ezekiel Marco <laughs> came in and scored another. Uh, it was almost an incredible goal in the first place when it the first initial shot ricocheted yeah. off the bar. Yeah. Uh, it was about to be a banger, I think, again from Amaron. From Amaron, yeah. And yeah. it comes right back to Ezekiel, who puts it in. Makes it 3 nothing at that point. Uh, we're flying. We're rolling. 21 minutes later, Miguel Almaron. Puts the goddamn team on his back and runs past everybody, and then nutmegs Joe Bendick, <laughs> who left his legs wide open and didn't come out for some strange reason. But who cares? Because it was amazing. He was just probably so in awe of what Miguel Almiron was doing because he just muscled through like two people and then ran halfway down the field like a man, like a goddamn man amongst boys. And then watch the ball go right through his legs for nothing at that point. It was incredible. Felt, I loved it. It felt so good to see Almiron do that, have this game tonight, because it yes. seems like he's been disappointing, you know, in, in mm-hmm. recent games. Tata mentioned that he was concerned about his shoulder. Uh, he, me- he mentioned that in the week that maybe yeah. in, in some of the past games he was worried about that injury. Maybe he wasn't playing, like, at full tilt. But he definitely was tonight. He, it was a great performance from him. Barco, same thing. I mean, he, he still didn't have that great of a game, but he, at least he got on the score sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll hopefully help his confidence. It was great to see all of them, too. Um, just like jumping into the subs that were warming up, um, just having like a huge group celebration there. That was fun. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh God, I, I can't get over it. I can't get over it, guys. I'm, I'm freaking out. I just love, love that so much. I, I want to frame it. I want to hold this moment in a jar forever 
and keep it. There were lots of good things that happened in the game. Let's, let's uh, get to the questions because we'll bring some of them up, uh, some of the stuff that happened. The first question comes from at Jacob Inman. He says, uh, Gressel did well in the center and still found a way to deliver a signature cross into Martinez. That's correct. He got the, the assist there. Any other team in the league would probably love to have him. Love seeing Gressel and Tito both on the pitch tonight in a 4-3-3. Is yep. there a player more versatile in MLS than Julian Gressel at this point? I don't yeah. think so. I love Jeff Lorano. I don't think so. Jeff Lorano in his post game goes, "Yeah, you could probably stick him in goal, and he'd be great." Yeah, which is exactly right. Kind of wraps it up. Yeah, yeah. Sum, sums it all up. He, he was he was excellent tonight. Um, mm-hmm. I had concerns about him coming in for Darlington Nagby. Just doesn't have the same kind of first touch. And I think you know, early in the season, earlier in the season, um, LGP said you know he tagged Nagby as this guy. He says when we have a problem in the back, you know, he's a guy you can just give the ball to, and he solves the problem. Nagby. Gressel's not that kind of a player, so I was kind of a little worried that he might, you know, yeah. get stuck in a couple sticky situations tonight. But honestly, Orlando wasn't pressing him; like they, he, they, they didn't really force him into any. They didn't care. Ter- yeah, they were not trying. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> which says so much about them. So in they so many basically ways. left him to, you know, do what he does best, yeah. which is, you know, deliver service into the box. So the, this, yeah. the space tonight is something I think that we really need to touch on because there was just so much space compared to, yeah. to compared to the other games. Even when they were bunkering, we were finding ways to get him behind. And I'm not sure if it was us making more runs, which I think we were, or if it's just Orlando set up in a way they set up in a back three. And just allowed a whole bunch of space behind because they don't know what the heck they're doing. Uh, and I think it's a combination of both. Yeah, I, th- I think, uh, you know, the introduction of Tito Pajalba back into the starting lineup helps that a ton. Um, yeah. I know he didn't actually have, like, a great game in terms of the balls that were coming off for him mm-hmm. or whatever. But I think that just his impact alone, like, you, we could see it. Like, we yes, could see it. We've absolutely. seen, you know, all the games this year without him. And not to say that it's bad or anything, but... Um, when he's in, it's just different. The team performs differently. The defense reacts differently to Atlanta United. So he really provides a lot for the team, even when he's not necessarily playing well. Right, exactly. Interestingly enough, Doug Roberson brought this up in the press conference. This is only the second time all year that we've seen that front four. Wow. Of Joseph, Mickey, Tito. The other being Barbara. first game of the season? The other being, yeah, I think. much. Yeah. Well, no, because uh, Ezekiel, Ezekiel would have been out. But, oh, uh, yeah, we've seen right. it before. Um, this is probably the best uh, of the results, of course, with that. Um, pretty incredible. And, and just think about what this team could be going forward if they continue to be able to find space like that. It's not going to be 4 nothing every time. Not everyone's going to come in and be as abysmal and waste of space as Orlando is. But still, it's heartening. It's heartening in a big way. Speaking of that, our, leads us right into our next question. Brendan Scott says, There are very few fan bases on earth that, that deserve what Orlando is going through right now. But Orlando fans 100% deserve 100%. This. Brendan, so I, how many Brendan I love what, you. How many is yeah. it now? Eight. Uh, eight, eight. Eight. And we can run back through them if you want, because I think I have them all memorized okay. in my head. Yeah. Uh, but eight. Eight straight losses. Uh, two of those being to us. Two of those also being to Montreal, which I still find hilarious. <laughs> Um, but oh yeah, God. the fan base. Uh, fortunately Ooh, yeah, for us tonight, they're um, they were not below us. We normally have the visiting section below us. Last week, Portland fans were phenomenal. Uh, this week, Orlando fans were banned, so we didn't have to deal with them, which mm-hmm. was really really nice. Uh, they were scattered in, in tiny little, not even pockets, like ones and twos, like you know how he would lead animals onto an ark kind of thing. Um, but yeah, we didn't really have to deal with them a whole lot tonight. Uh, unfortunately, Justin Miram has to deal with them a lot. I'm gonna yeah. Un- un- unfortunately, the uh, internet can't be regulated. They can't uh, control them on, on on Twitter and social media. 
Justin Miram cannot wait to get out of this fucking city. Jesus Not Christ. this city. The city that he lives in right now in Orlando. I mean, they're making his life hell. You want to you wanna talk about a toxic culture, and not even from a, per, a subjective perspective that we have where we love to trash on them and dump on them. Yeah. If you're looking at this from an objective perspective, and you're, one, a player around the league, or, you know, just a fan of being a decent human in general, <laughs> you're horrified at what the Orlando fan base is, is saying and doing to Justin Miram psyche. The guy has not been good, and he would probably be the first to admit that he has not been good uh, but you've got folks like our friends at the Iron Lion Firm uh, retweeting things about if he ever shows up in an Orlando City uh, jersey again, he won't be received well and stuff yeah. like that. I, I, uh, I did think it was funny in that tweet. He well. said something in that tweet that we, which was retweeted by the Iron Lion Firm. They said something about um, like how dare you leave us for this game in particular, which yeah. says that it's a rivalry. Again, he way. was out by the way because of people making death threats toward him. So, take that for what you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, Orlando City very much deserves everything they, they have they do, coming they to them. They do. Probably a, few, probably a few more, too, they deserve. Uh, our next question is from our own Teoto Football. He says, uh, Keep it PG. This S got F, F'd up fast. Discuss. <laughs> it did get F'd up fast. This S <laughs> did. This S very much did TF. Um, <laughs> man, it, it did go. Well, well, I mean, but was it any surprise? I mean, no, they, they, it really wasn't. They, they've given up. Speaking of that, yeah. Speaking of that, Joe Patrick of Dirty South Soccer. Mm-hmm. Say hey, Joe. Hey, Joe Patrick. Well, <laughs> what was my score prediction for this game? Oh, I think it was four nothing. Four nothing. There you go. I nailed it. I. <laughs> Saint Thomas. God dang it! Whoever just said told me I'm one for thirty. You're so right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's hurtful. And I'm trying to be positive right now. Uh, <laughs> hey, one for thirty. I'm going to take it because I'm right on this one. I'm right on this one. And that's I think all I think I think you probably have a better prediction rate than Orlando does in uh, scoring first this season. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Orlando is now allowed the first goal in 15 of their 17 games. Isn't that just 15 of 17 games? That is bad. It's like hard <laughs> to do if you tried. It's like, real, real bad. Um, they've now allowed the most uh, games with more than two goals of any team in the league. We could, we could run down the list of Orlando's defensive problems that came through in a big way tonight and are certainly not getting fixed anytime soon by taking away defenders and playing in a back three. Yeah, but in all seriousness, I do think that that was very important for Atlanta United tonight to get to yes. get on the board early. I mean, we saw it against Portland. You know, they dominated the first like the first twenty minutes. They had like eighty percent possession. Um, but they couldn't quite find that breakthrough, and then it just became difficult for them from there. Um, tonight, I was, you know, I was worried about Orlando doing the same thing, sitting, sitting deep, and uh, just making the game difficult. But getting that early goal really helped open them up and uh, made it easier for Atlanta United throughout the night. And it's something that's going to be huge for us going forward throughout the year when we see teams here at home. They're going to sit back. Um, yeah, they'll continue it, to do that. And the, it's going to continue to happen. It's going to continue. There are going to be nights where it's really frustrating. But if we can get that early goal like we did tonight, those nights are going to be few and far between if it happens. we got to make it happen, though. I'm encouraged, though. I'm very encouraged. I love everything we saw with yep. uh, with the front four tonight. I hope to see more of it. Yeah, they look I, good. You know, again, we talked about it. Gressel was suitable mm-hmm. replacement. Uh, we've even got Mikey Ambrose balling out now and winning Man of the Match awards for, you know, beating Mikey Ambrose. <laughs> yeah. All-American Boy Scout, yeah. Mikey Ambrose. 
Uh, Todd Sarmentino called him a Boy Scout in the press conference. We were not making that up. That's our, that's our early quote of the night. Oh, I don't know if you saw it on the sheet. That's, oh, my, that's, my, that's oh, my quote we'll, of the we'll night. Get, we'll get more into American Hero slash Boy Scout. Mike Oh, Gabe wanted to know how much you had to bribe Lanny and I to play the Lion King song. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. The, the, the hate runs through them just as much as it runs I was going to say, that's they, those people are sick. The people in Atlanta are sick. You think we're messed up, man. They're crazy. They're crazy. Oh, they God. Up, they come up with that on their own. It's ridiculous. It's hilarious. They, I love that there's like, there was, they called people into boardrooms to talk about these things, to discuss yeah. these decisions in particular on how to best troll a team full of miscreants. And it's Beautiful. Well, you know how they say, like, organizations, you know, like, the, the, the character of an organization starts at the top, you know? Right, right. Well, we have Darren Eels, who is a huge troll, and I love it. So, like, <laughs> Never they, leave, Darren. <laughs> Never, ever we have, leave. We have a bunch of, uh, yeah, employees. I shouldn't say we. It's not like we're, we work for the club, but um, right. anyway. You no, know you, I mean. you can tell that he takes special joy in beating Rolander for whatever reason. Um, and it's not like we haven't had our share of run-ins with their front office with, you know, them doing some things from time to time right. that have yeah. frustrated us. Um, for their pettiness and whatnot, such as, I don't know, banning fans from the stadium for throwing a couple beers. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's fun like that, though. It's fun. It makes it fun. Yeah. Right? Right. And lastly, Gunslinger19 just says um, he doesn't have any questions, just loving to win. And that's kind of, I kind of wanted to wrap yeah. up the questions on that one because I think that that was kind of one of my main takeaways, just kind of getting into our thoughts here. Um, it was just a really fun night in the stadium. Like it was just, it was just a great night. It felt like a night, almost felt like a Bobby Dodd night. Like it was almost like it, a, feel like a Bobby it was Dodd almost night. like one of that, those, you know, um, team played great. Yeah, the, the the superstars scored. You know, yeah, I'm sure everybody got Crowd really drunk. Was great it's end. Saturday, yeah. so we have yeah. a day off of work tomorrow. <laughs> just kind of soak it all in. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, I did want to mention Joe Patch. We haven't even talked about the single greatest moment of. My life slash tonight. About the I don't know. It's probably it's probably one nothing still. It's probably one nothing still. I think if I'm remembering right. Shot goes towards Brad Guzan, deflected. Right, Guzan does a terrible job. Guzan messes it up entirely, pushes it back towards the middle instead of pushing it away. It falls right to William Johnson of Orlando oh City God. Football Club, <laughs> soccer club, whatever the hell. Who cares? Will Johnson Science Center. Science Center. Will Johnson, the most emotionally well-adjusted and stable of all of us, as far as we know. A totally respectable adult human. Has the ball from about, I don't know, three feet in front <laughs> of, right in front of the goal and totally screws it up. Missed by about, missed by, he missed by more feet it, yeah, it wasn't than even like close. he was close. It was, like, yeah. And it, it warmed my heart and it makes me believe that karma is a real thing. Yeah, it really yeah. is. It was beautiful. Ah, phenomenal. Phenomenal. So many great moments tonight. So many yeah. great moments. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. Uh, let's move on with final thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, we've already talked about some of them. Um, we talk- do need to talk about Tito. We, we do. Let's have a discussion. Let's, let's, have, have, let's, let's, have, let's talk about Tito. Are people really hating on Tito tonight? Mm. Bring it in. Bring it in, guys. Bring yes. it in. Yeah. Tito, come Tito, in. Tito's good. Come in so we can tell you how wrong you are about <laughs> Tito. Oh, my God. See, that? that's exactly the oh, my God he was going. He was saying over and over again tonight. I, he was good. He was yeah. good. And he added an extra element. He added extra, uh, extra, uh, an extra depth to this team tonight that we've been sorely, sorely missing. See, you see things differently from the press box. 
You no. don't at all. At all. That's a lie. I'm just kidding. But, but, uh, <laughs> but Tito at the same time is still very good. And, yeah. and to have people be, be knocking him for his performance tonight. He, he didn't score a last-minute winner or a game-tying goal. Is that what you were expecting? Would you rather have that or would you rather have the – the four nothing. Would you rather have one point or, or three points? I, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what you guys are wanting from him at this point. I it's, thought it was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I don't know about phenomenal. Okay, but I thought he was good. Like, okay, you guys just pissed me <laughs> off, and now you've got my vocabulary going everywhere. Now you've got him going. Uh, AM sports sports disc jockey yeah. uh, talk show host. We don't have our sound effects tonight. That's, that's true. That's I wish funny. we did. Um, but I, I I think that he makes the team play way more phenomenally uh, Tito does just by his presence on the field you, we could see it when he's on the wing and he's pushing the back mm-hmm. line back they're retreating it, that's bringing other players on the other side of the field onside because those defenders are going back so he just creates a lot of confusion for the opposition uh, and that's really what he brings to the team it's just his, his, his physical qualities his traits um, if he scores for you if he, start, if he creates things that's even better but he's always going to give you like that baseline Right. Which you don't get with some other players. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. He made a couple decisions tonight where you went, Tito, I will give you a million dollars to never, ever even think about doing that again. Uh, they did not prove to be completely catastrophic in any way. So, you know what? Fine. It's fine. They really weren't going to – they really didn't have a high probability of being catastrophic either. Or we're – they weren't decisions that were necessarily going to ruin the night. Yeah. They were yeah. bad. It's just like frustrating, but, you know, yeah, when it ends yeah. in attack, something like that. For sure, but for well, sure, yeah, yeah. But but to base your evaluation of his whole night on that and his impact on this game, it's a little silly, guys. It's a little silly. Come on now, just just think about the way that this team is playing right now. I mean, like tonight was really. Um, I felt like you could really sense it the most tonight, um, more so than some of our other games since we switched back to this back four, um, and that coincides with the introduction of Tito because I think that's why they were going with the back threes because they didn't have him for so long. Um, yeah, the team is just playing much, much better, and, and there's a reason for that. And it's because of what he brings to the table. So, Tito, all good in our books. And guys, remember, this is the very back end of the toughest five-game stretch of the, of the year. And that ends on Wednesday. That ends at Wednesday when we go yeah. to a Dallas team that's missing their best player yeah. right now. They aren't playing Mario Diaz because he's probably going to some place yep. in Let's Saudi Arabia. sold somewhere. You know, yeah. so... It was a big chance we win that one. Yeah. Then it's Philadelphia. And it gets then it's really Seattle, easy. Then it's DC. It gets really then it's Montreal. Then it's Toronto. And then you finally have another tough game against Columbus. But then you're back to Orlando. You're back to DC. You're back to Colorado. Guys, it is about to get cakewalkish, even. Yeah. It, we are on top of the Supporter Shield standings by five points. <laughs> five points right now. We do have an extra game, but five point difference right now on top of the Eastern Conference by six points with an extra game. And it's about to become the easiest stretch of the season. We have an extremely easy back end. Yeah. You've got to feel good. And there are some other teams that have some games in hand on us. But, you know, like, look, Sporting Kansas City and New York City FC lost tonight. You know, so, like, you want, you want to have the points on the board. It's, it's better to have the points on the board. We were kind of the victims of that last year where we didn't – we had the games in hand and we were just constantly playing catch-up. And then, you know, obviously we had the congestion fixture list and it kind of caught up with us in the end. So, mm-hmm. always good to just, you know, have those points on the board um, and keep that lead. Yeah, we get a, some big points tonight from some special help, from some big time help, from some folks you may not have noticed just how good they were tonight. Joe Patrick, let's move on to our Lorenowitz man of the night, and I think we maybe for the first time ever have a unanimous mm-hmm. Lorenowitz man of 
the knight, Joe Patrick, who is our Lerwinowitz man of the night. It's Jeff Lerwinowitz! It's Jeff Lerwinowitz! Hey! He did it! Hey! He did it. Jeff, your trophy is in the mail. God, he was so good. He was. He was so Tata said he was good. the best player on the field. He said he, he was the best player on the team was. tonight. I think he was phenomenal. He covered so much ground. Of course, he may have felt a need to do so because of the lack of Nagby. Yeah. Uh, but even when he was on the ball tonight, he was plucking balls out of the air with his foot. Like, I mean, the guy was unreal. He went on a charge one time down the mm-hmm. down the down the flank, just stiff arming Orlando uh, City defenders out of the way. I mean, but there were multiple times he broke ankles, broke ankles. And that, that charge you're talking about led to a goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where Barco's. Uh, I think it was Barco's. Barco's goal. goal. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jeff, phenomenal as always, man. God, so good, so so good. Someone should should write weird things about him. I don't know. Anyway. Checks in the mail, trophies in the mail. Yep. Thanks, man. Or quotes of the night. Ah, quote of the night. Quote of the night. I already kind of ruined it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not the only thing that's been ruined tonight. Apologies. Uh, but some of you are just joining now. Uh, our quote of the night comes from the one and only Tata Martino, who says simply, <laughs> Mikey Ambrose reminds me of a Boy Scout. And he does. <laughs> he totally does. He yeah. totally does. Mikey Ambrose, American Boy Scout, folks. God. Probably, should, probably an Eagle Scout, TBH. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, okay, we, we, I, we, I feel like we do need to explain it. I feel like we're making fun of Mikey. It, it, it sounds like we're making fun of Mikey. Okay, well, no. Well, in like a, it is a loving funny. way. It's yeah, a little yeah. funny. <laughs> it's a little funny. I, but I, I did like, Tata knew that people were going to make the connection with like his physical appearance, and that's why he was <laughs> saying he looked like a Boy Scout. He's like, right. he's like he reminds me of a Boy Scout. In that he's always prepared, and like, and like talked about, you know, all the all the Boy Scout tenants, and like, you know, Scouts Honor, you know, all and, that kind of stuff. And we feel comfortable doing this because we love Mikey so much, yeah. because he he's powered by love mm-hmm. and kindness, and that that's all he runs on. He I, he has never experienced hate, and for us to try and ruin a snowflake, uh, uh, like. A snowflake, not in like the like you're you're a little libcuck kind of thing, but like in like you're just pure and beautiful, and and wonderful. Yeah, and we love you. It we never a, want to ruin you. Normally, when we're waiting in line to get in the locker room, we see the player come down walking down the uh, corridor with the guitar. You know, they go to like a separate room where they're presented with this guitar. And when they're walking back, you know, it's usually like Miguel Almiron or you yeah. know so, some big player, and all the fans are cheering him. Today, it was Mikey Ambrose is walking with the guitar and just. Just walking by himself, <laughs> just no one, no one noticing him. Oh, he's so great! I he's love so great. And he was good tonight. He he's was very good. He's been he's really good since since replacing Greg and Garza. doing some interesting things that we didn't get from Greg Garza. Yeah. Joe noted a lot tonight just how centrally Mikey was playing and providing an extra element uh, in, in the middle of the pitch, and which is something that we've seen a lot from. Kansas City, which is funny to me because Tata loves Peter Vermes and mm-hmm. what Kansas City does. Uh, you'll see someone like a Graham Susie move centrally a lot, and it creates more triangles, it creates more options, and uh, that's how they kind of get their attack going. It allows people to make more runs in. And that's the biggest thing for me tonight is that we were getting in behind. People were constantly making runs. It was not a it was not the Simpsons World Cup video. No one was holding exactly. it. Exactly. Holding it, holding it. Holding it. No, they were making runs. They passing, were getting it behind. Moving, quick passing, yes. combinations, all mm-hmm. the things that we've wanted to see. I feel like lately we've just kind of set up camp in, in the other team's mm-hmm. half and then just kind of passed it around in, in our stationary positions. Good so. point, too. Mikey uh, Harrison Hibbert pointing this out. Mikey did make that save on the goal yeah, line, too. Yeah, saved the goal. Uh, which could have turned the game around in a big, big way. 
Um, so yeah, big big moment there. Uh, really, Orlando's best chance of the night besides the Will Johnson one, which is <laughs> still hilarious. I'm going to make so many memes and videos out of that. Um, but yeah, no, really, really well done for Mikey tonight. Really well done from everybody, including us. We killed it tonight. We did. Pleasure. We did we really, did. really well. I think it was our best one of the, uh, of the year. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We, all of them. Bring our avian for Orlando. Great. Yeah, for sure. Orlando pretty much provides all the content we need, those too. So, <laughs> For sure. For sure. Uh, we will have a preview HDAD to you guys probably, I think, it may be just me, depending on how things go. Uh, for Dallas, uh, Dallas is a really interesting team. Uh, got a lot of things going on with them right now. My uh, boss is gone this week, oh, so we, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> School's out. Um, John, screw you. Uh, John K. Fuller chiming in on the, on the, the stream here with a typical John comment um, as I hide my arms. Um, my glasses. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we've gone off the rails. Yeah, we have. Oh, uh, yeah, look out for that preview, H-Dad. Um, and, of course, we'll have the postgame, H-Dad, as well after, after Dallas. Um, that's going to wrap it up. Anything else to add, Joe Patrick, before we go? Nope. Cool. All right. Shout out to Big Boy. Shout out to LeVar Burton. Shout out to Goten. Shout out to Trunks. Shout out to Gohan. Shout out to Vegeta. And shout out to anyone else that inspired Miguel Almiron to do the fusion celebration after his goals and is leading us right now to the highest of heights. And uh, go to hell, Orlando. Yeah. I don't think we can do the fusion celebration because we've been screenshotting on this show before. And it doesn't it's not a good Probably result. many screenshots the rest of the way too. <laughs> shout out Jorge Thieler, shout out Justin Bell and shout out the Boy Scouts of America. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's Alright, yeah. let's get out of here. Let's shut, down, let's shut down let's the windows. Go. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's clean up after ourselves in Senegal. Which Atlanta United fans are not eating tonight. Shame on you. Throw away your trash. Yeah. Besides that, though, where do your guys? Way to go. We did it. We did it. Five stripes winners. Four nothing in this one. Bye, y'all. See ya. Hats off to Ben.